you guys? Welcome to Ratchet Dojo Radio. I am your host, Ro The Show. In this podcast, we're going to take you down, pass your guard, and then steal your girl. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Ratchet Dojo Radio. I am your host, Ro The Show. If this is your first time listening and you are wondering what this podcast is about, this podcast is all about jujitsu and everything that revolves around it. Before I introduce to you our guests of the evening, I have to do some housekeeping. So first, if you like this podcast and you're getting something out of it, please tell one of your BJJ friends about it. And please hit that subscribe button. We are dropping new content every Monday and Wednesday, and you do not want to miss them. Mondays, we have our Ratchet Roundtable, and we talk about our experiences moving up the ranks. We offer you advice that may help you in your pursuit of black belt. Wednesdays, we talk to our Ratchet experts that are also jujitsu practitioners and offer you advice in their chosen field of work. So you do not want to miss these. Second, and this is how we pay the bills. Please go to RatchetDojo.com and support the cause by purchasing your limited edition t-shirts for only $25. And now, welcome to Ratchet Dojo. My corny music. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I got a little (laughs) This is for you, ladies. Give it a few minutes. All right, guys, tonight we are doing it for the ladies. Tonight is ladies' night. Tonight I am joined by two of the leanest, meanest, baddest, and hottest female fighters in all of New York City, in my opinion. They are both from Enzo Gracie Academy. On Telephone One, this woman is a jiu-jitsu purple belt. She is also a two-time New York Golden Glove champion. It's two or three? Uh, Two. Okay. Just wanted to (laughs) clarify. Okay. Often imitated but never duplicated, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jennifer Lopez, the one and only. Is, oh, I'm sorry. Is the one and only. My, <laughs> see, the, the line just cut, got cut off on my end, on my part. So, like, the line just opened with you just saying, Henzo Gracie, the one and only. So, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I introduced you really well, Jen. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll have to go back and listen to it. <laughs> Keeping it ratchet as always. <laughs> All right. And on, on the other line, this woman is a former Olympian, a jiu-jitsu blue belt, a form, a professional mixed martial artist, a current professional mixed martial artist, a published author, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jennifer Dugwin Cheng. Hi, everyone. <laughs> you got the two gems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> double trouble, double gens. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get uh, your resume correct, uh, Miss Cheng? Yeah. Great. Okay, good. So anything you guys want to add to your resume? No. No? Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Uh, so how are you? 
Okay, well, I'll start. <laughs> Just don't rush. <laughs> you know what? The, uh, I was like, wait, that was a very really difficult because I can't see anybody. Yeah, it's very. Um, and there's two of us, so I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm always, you know, Jenny first. And we're both not always, like, present at the moment. So it's like, bear with us, bro. Well, um, it, this is Ratchet Dojo, so you, you could be <laughs> however you want to be. So just keep it Ratchet. Anyways, yeah. So um, what was the question? How are How you? Have we, I'm good. Okay, yes, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's been a little rough, you know, during the whole COVID-19 thing. Um, but, you know, been home most of the time. Obviously not training as much mm-hmm. as I was prior to all this. But. You know, I do what I can. So I've been running every day. Can't say I've been eating as healthy, uh, but you know who is right. Um, sure, I I'm am. not. Sure, I I'm am. not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Vegan. Okay. No, I gave that um, up. I gave that up before Mexico. Oh really? Yeah, of course. I mean, you're not going to eat vegan tacos <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, things have been good so far. You know, I'm waiting for the gym to open to get back to training for the meantime, maintaining. So, Got it. Got it. Uh, how are you, uh, Miss Dugwen Cheng? How, what, what, yeah, I, mean, I should I'm I give you guys like too. a nickname, Jennifer 1 and Jennifer 2? No, J-Lo. <laughs> oh, that's right. J-Lo and Jennifer. Yeah, okay, and then just no. Jen is fine okay, for cool. me. Okay, got it. Yeah. J-Lo and Jen. Okay. How are you, Miss Jen? <laughs> I'm doing good. I mean, I still think that this whole thing is, it's crazy though, because when I, when I left, um, I think it was in the beginning of the year for one of the qualifiers, um, the qualifier was rescheduled. It, it was scheduled to take place in Wuhan. So this is the, uh, the, the, the 2020, um, Tokyo Olympic, uh, qualifier. Mm-hmm. It was scheduled to take place in Wuhan. And then I remember hearing about that, the, the outbreak, like this was like back in like early January. And, you know, I was, I was still like down to go, you know, but then I guess it got really serious and then they rescheduled and moved the qualifier to Jordan. So anyway, I ended up going. And so, you know, this whole time I'm like, everything is being moved around and my schedule is all over the place because of, because of this and I'm traveling around and then, you know, all of a sudden it's uh, like, I was, I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to come back to New York because as I was away, the news just kept getting worse and worse about it. Like, you know, the, like how serious it was and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so at one point I thought that I was going to be stuck in Thailand. Then actually. Um, we got uh, I got um, told by the the U.S. embassy there that um, they recommended that you know that all U.S. tourists leave immediately or just as soon as you can or or you would um, unless or you, you were, were prepared, what uh, unless you were prepared to um, to stay on lockdown in Thailand for an indefinite period of time you know and my visa and I was on a tourist visa and so that visa is only good for I think like a month, something like that. Anyway, so I just booked the flight and came back to New York, although I didn't know what it was going to be like coming back here because, you know, this is, um, New York is the worst hit in, you know, out of uh, all the states and all the cities in the U.S. And so it was just crazy, I guess, when I think about, when I think about it, just like a couple months ago, everything was normal. And now, you know, and now this is the world that we're living in. 
Yeah, but it's just going to be a matter of time before uh, things start to open up because uh, I was actually on the phone with a gym owner yesterday uh, from mm-hmm. Atlanta, Georgia, and things are starting to open up there. And um, it's just going to be a matter of time, like I said. Uh, I don't know if training is going to be the same because, you know, our sport, boxing, jujitsu, MMA is a very physical and close contact. Um, it's going to be, things are going to be a little bit different, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're home safe and um, I'm sure that there's going to be another Olympics Olympics for you to uh, to participate in, Jen, because I know that you don't stop, can't stop, won't stop. None of us. <laughs> Both <laughs> men don't stop. And Jen, I believe that you have another national uh, title to uh, win or something like that or compete in. I mean, my plan was for 2020 to go pro. And I'm like, man, I'm like, and then COVID happened. I'm like, shit, man, because I'm 30 now. So I was like, don't tell me I got to wait till like I'm 31, 32 to go pro. <laughs> I mean, not to say that there's anything wrong with that. You know what I mean? But like with my backstory and everything, it was just like, you know, I've been amateur for a very long time. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But, you know, pertaining to my certain goals that I haven't accomplished, I was like, fuck. Like, you know, but so we'll see. Hopefully soon. So, so w- while we're yeah. on that topic, can you guys give... um give us a brief summary of like, you know, how'd you get, how did you get into training as far as uh, martial arts or boxing or, or whatnot? Do you want to go first, Jen? My youth box, so you can go. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. I mean, well, I didn't, I wasn't able to get started until, you know, when I was much older. One, I grew up in Micronesia and even though I was interested in, um, in boxing and in, you know, um, I was actually interested in, in wrestling too. One, we didn't have any proper training facilities for the sport. Um, and so I was unable to, to train in Micronesia. And I went to high school in Hawaii and they only, they didn't have boxing. They only had wrestling. But the, the problem was my parents, they didn't give me approval to, you know, to join the wrestling team. Um, if any, you know, they said that if I was going to do sports that I could only do volleyball. I mean, and volleyball is cool and all that. But <laughs> 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 I just like, it, it just really wasn't, you know, for you, for me. Yeah. It wasn't for me. So I actually had to wait until after college, you know, to get started with any kind of training with my parents. Like, I guess, I guess, yeah, they're kind of traditional and like old fashioned in a way, you know, they wanted me to get my college degree and all of that stuff. So, you know, they, they made a deal with me and they said that I can do whatever I want to do uh, as long as I get my college degree. So then, you know, they could have that and then I can have my freedom basically. (laughs) So then that's what I did. And then um, I knew right away um, after my first drawing session that I would want to, uh, to compete. And I think I, yeah, I started at uh, at Gleason with Alicia Ashley. She was my very first boxing coach. Um, I trained with her for about, I think like, maybe it was like a little less than three months or a little over three months before she, um, you know, before she uh, threw me in the ring for my first sparring session. And then at that point, you know, that's when I decided that I was going to compete. So that's, yeah, but that's really how I got started. You got involved in, in like the competitive side. And uh, when did you go to the Olympics? I I went in 2016. So they had just, uh, they just started allowing the female division to compete. 
in the Olympics in 2012. So I believe the boxing was the last sport, was the last Olympic sport to actually include the women, its women's division in the Olympics, on the Olympic stage. Even though, you know, the, um, prior to 2012, women, the women's division could only compete in, um, I think the, the highest level um, at the time was the uh, world championships. Mm which the world championships, they, they also serve as a, an Olympic uh, qualifying tournament, but uh, that was the highest that you could get to as a, as a female boxer in, mm-hmm. uh, as an amateur female boxer. And uh, in 2012, they, uh, the Olympic committee decided to, uh, to include the women's division um, in the Olympics. Got it. So I, you know, I heard about that and, you know, and then decided that, I would try for the next one or maybe even the, the following one. So that's kind of how I got, um, that's how I focused my, my training. Gotcha. And that's how, that's how you got into combat sports, correct? Well, I was already competing, you know, before hearing about them, including the women's division uh, for boxing in, in, in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. But boxing, yeah. So boxing was how I got into, um, you know, combat sports and competition and all that. Yeah. Got I started with, with boxing. Yeah. And, and how about you, uh, J-Lo? J-Lo. <laughs> um, I mean, well, so I started, when I got into combat sports, I also started with boxing. Um, I was probably like 16. And prior to that, like literally I had no experience in any kind of sport. You know, my family, they were immigrants from like, Puerto Rico and like we were a low income family. So like, you know, like my parents, you know, weren't interested in like sports or anything. So like I probably did karate maybe for a few months because my brother wanted to join it. So my mom took us and then after that tried softball, didn't work, broke my nose. Wow, during tryouts. <laughs> <was> horrible. <laughs> um, you know, softball? I tried swimming. Yeah, man. I tried swimming. You know, I literally didn't even know how to swim. And like, you know, I was like, man, no one else is going to take me in school. So I might as well do this if they were going to take me. Drowning so, is sport. You know, I was, I, yeah, <laughs> but I was literally the least like athletic person in that team. And then, you know, I found boxing. And, you know, I remember I was like, you know, when I was younger, I would walk around a lot. That's what I did for fun. And I was with a friend and we had passed by like a TAL gym and she wanted to join. And, you know, I had a cousin of mine that also was boxing at that gym so you know we signed up eventually like maybe like a month later she quit and I and I stuck with it and um and you know it was it was different like it was it was first time me ever getting to experience kind of like you know I guess like a physical sport like how boxing is and you know and it was it it was it was scary at first because you know I'm 16 you know I've never really played sports or I never really was good at it and then I remember my first time sparring. I was just as far as girl. And holy shit. I, I can't even remember how the spar position went. I was just scared. But you know what? I kept coming back. And, you know, I was just getting better and better. Um, you know, I did it for maybe like a year. I stopped, graduated high school, didn't have any fights. Uh, went to college, was bartending while I was taking classes. So, you know, I would get, I would get home really late. So... You know, I wanted to learn a little bit more self-defense and, um, you know, I got introduced to this gym nearby me and um, it was a mixed martial arts gym. You know, 
uh, my first coach was Mike Mucenzio. I think he was a former UFC fighter as well back in the day. His background, he was really good at wrestling too. Um, so when we got in there, you know, we did a little bit of jiu-jitsu and a lot of wrestling. And I think I must have been like 19 years old. And then he had this rule where like, you know, you couldn't fight unless you've like won three jiu-jitsu tournaments, right? And then I remember I believe an opportunity just came to like fight. He was like, you know, I think I think you have a, you know, I know you have no experience in jiu-jitsu tournaments, but you know, I think you have a lot of potential. And I remember my first fight was in Massachusetts. And I think I won in like maybe 30 seconds with like a real naked choke. And everyone was just like, like, you know, astonished. I was like, wow, even myself. And then ever since then, I just stuck with it for a little bit. And then I did it for like, I think on and off for like three to four years. Then, you know, obviously got back into boxing, fell in love with boxing again. And then from there, you know, new, uh, work got me traveling to New York. So got introduced to boxing, was teaching my clients boxing, then decided to do the Golden Gloves. Uh, long story short, won it twice, went to the national tournament as well, competed there. And there goes the story. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I got into martial arts. Yeah. For those of you listening, um, I know these two ladies uh, personally, and they are beasts. <laughs> I've seen them beat the shit out of men and make them question themselves in this corner <laughs> <laughs> during the middle of the rounds. <laughs> Questioning their manhood. (laughs) (laughs) Good old days. Oh my God. Um, Anyway, so so I have you both on uh, for a reason. And that reason is I wanted to get your feedback or your your, your thoughts on how is it being a female fighter in a male-dominated sport? I mean, that's just, it doesn't, I mean, male-dominated sports because like, there's more men than female athletes in the world of uh, boxing, jujitsu, mixed martial arts, etc. Um, I guess I'll go first on this. I mean, I can remember when I was younger. I mean, I know this, I'm 30 now. So what was that, like 11, 10 years ago? 11, I want to say. When I really got back into, wait, no, more than that. Um, math is bad for me. But anyways, so when I first started, I guess I, as a teenager, I'm sure just like any anything else, I was very intimidated. But, you know, I was also a very shy girl and still, still am to this day, not as much as before. <laughs> so anything for me was intimidating. But it's just crazy because, you know, it was a thing for me where like it kind of motivated me because A, I want, I love boxing so much that I wanted to be respected for it. So, you know, like, for me, being surrounded by men was more of like a motivator for me because I wanted to prove to them that I just wasn't just like this girl, just like boxing, whether it was for to flirt with the boys or, you know, or whatever the case was. Like I wanted to be respected just like the guys in my gym were respected in boxing. And, you know, it wasn't easy and I, I sure as hell had to work hard for it. But, you know, I worked hard for it from just, you know, training my ass off. And I mean, it's led me to where I am today, um, you know, and but also, too, it's, it's, you know, a lot of the guys there, you know, they've become, you know, basically family to me, you know, and, you know, you that happens through, I guess, like, you know, just I guess, you know, being the history of just being there and like what the, the community builds in these certain gyms that, you know, where we're training combat 
sports, you know, like, I don't know, I, I, it, it, it's different because, you know, I've been fortunate enough to like meet people that I do consider family, you know, so it's also, you know, you build a community there. So it's a very loving, caring community, but as well, too, it's like, it's also helped me to become comfortable with men and I and you know I can't speak for everyone but I'm pretty sure there are females out there that don't feel comfortable being around men and you know like for me it's given me a platform where like I can go now into a group of men and be like okay you know what I mean comfortable because I know I can be like smiting of their ass 90% of their asses you know not sure if I answered your question but no you did you did I just wanted to get your your point of view around it Oh shit! Can I get it? Is that an ice cream? Yeah, okay, Jack, it can you is. Get me some ice cream? <laughs> I think this is like the second time to pass on my block. <laughs> Yo, if people don't know, I live in Jersey City, so. <laughs> ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. I'm sorry. Is that really in the background? Not bothering his <laughs> no, no, move. No, no, <laughs> is that your background, Jack? Yeah. Uh, he Jenna? literally pulled over, so oh, this might be playing for a while. Uh, Mute yourself when Jen talks. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jen, mute, uh, mute yourself, uh, JLo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, when I, when I go train, I just, I, I do just that. So the amount of time that I, that I spend, um, outside of training, I don't spend it at the gym. So, you know, for me, when I, when I, when I go in, you know, you just go and change and then do the work. There, there's very little time to be harassed by anyone. So I, I don't, I don't notice it, you know? Also, you know, before, before I started training full time, I, I used to work in finance and, uh, you know, and in, in the corporate world, it's, it's a different kind of, it, it is a different kind of, um, sport, I guess, if you will. <laughs> um, where, where there, there is a bit of, uh, you know, you can be intimidated by, you know, the, the higher ups and, and all that, you know, because you want to, you want to deliver, you want to perform well. Um, uh, and then you also want to show that, you know, what you're doing, you know, it, it's just, uh, in a different setting. It's not in a sports setting. It's in a, in a corporate setting. So you, you learn to, to hold your own. And I guess because I was able to do that in, you know, you know, on, on wall street and in the finance world to me, you know, it's, it, um, dealing with macho men and just, you know, men who, but I don't, I don't need any, you know, anyone, I don't need to be validated and I don't need, um, to feel like I need anyone's respect. If that makes any sense. Of course. You know, I'm just doing what, I want and need to do, you know, to accomplish my goals. Um, and so that's why I'm, I'm trying to like backtrack and think of a time when I felt like I was being, you know, sexually harassed or just, you know, bothered by, um, by another person in the gym, you know, or catcalled or anything like that. And yeah, maybe there have been times where that, you know, like maybe the catcalling has happened or, you know, like maybe um, something was done that made me, that was supposed to make me feel a little uncomfortable, but it wasn't like, it doesn't hold any place in my memory because it wasn't that important to me. Mm. What was important to me was that I use the time well, that, you know, that that's the time that 
I'm at the gym is meant for training. And so all of my energy and focus is on that and everything else kind of just falls to the side. Like it's not important enough for me to notice. And, um, you know, and, uh, and, and the people who, who are important, you know, like your, your training partners and, you know, those that, you know, you help each other, you, you help um, each other improve and, and push each other. Like those are the, 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 the folks that I'm around all the time and uh you know they don't make me feel uncomfortable so it's kind of like you know like what Jen is saying is you do have that feeling of family I guess but you're all there for a specific reason a specific purpose and you both you know um and you help each other do that so yeah I guess that's kind of what my experience has been like Mm -hmm. uh you know there there hasn't really been uh a time that you know that I thought to myself you know, because I'm a female, this is really hard. I think any goal, any goal worth having in your life is meant to be like, it's meant to be, give you a challenge. So, um, I have a question, which is the question is what is you, you have both had the opportunity to compete at the highest level in boxing. And at the same time, you both kept going as far as like your martial arts is concerned. What is the difference between boxing and jujitsu and MMA to you? Oh, good question. Well, let's start off with MMA because, you know, I really didn't start competing in combat sport and comp- sports, combat sports. Well, my first competition was in MMA, mm-hmm. um, you know, even though I started boxing first. You know, when I believe I started training with AMA when I no, after I left my first coach. And AMA was a very different setting because it was my first time where I got to experience training with like professional fighters as an amateur fighter. So, you know, there's a huge difference between, and depending on like your mindset or whatever, but, you know, there's a huge difference between being an amateur fighter and being a professional fighter. And, you know, it's not to say that there there aren't some amateurs that don't train at a professional level because there is. And, you know, I would like to myself being one of them. Um, already, you know, when I first started MMA, MMA, but you know, it's, it's, it's very, it's a very difficult sport because, you know, it's a mix of, you know, martial arts. So depending on what you're good at. So, you know, I had a boxing background prior to me doing mixed martial arts. So, you know, that was my, that was my specialty boxing. I was good. I was really good at that. And, you know, I had a little background from wrestling, you know, from my first coach that he taught me good wrestling. So I had that, you know, jujitsu, I was, you know, I was good at Muay Thai. I was not good at. Um, I say this because for you to become a mixed martial artist, a really good one, I believe you don't have to master every aspect of the art, but you do have to be familiarized with it. And with that, it's just a lot of, time taken away from you you know I remember when I was fighting in MMA I I literally trained like three times a day and it sometimes I felt like it wasn't enough because I had to sit in my wrestling days I had to sit in my boxing days I had to sit in my conditioning you know my jiu-jitsu days you know and mm-hmm. you can't really fit that all in one day um you know and it's it's it, you know at that time I was you know fortunate enough that I think I, don't know, I was probably collecting unemployment. I had quit my job. I was a uh, an assistant to a lawyer. So I was working at a law office and, you know, I had quit my job. I wasn't happy. And then 
I believe I was still in school. So maintaining that and like fighting full time is just very, very difficult. And to the point where I dropped out of school because um, I didn't know what I wanted to pursue. And then, you know, fighting was just basically what I did. And it was perfect because you, you know, you have to set some gaps between your training sessions, right? For recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would wake up, work out, you know, go back home, work out again, go back home. And it worked, you know, and that's what a true mixed martial artist does. You know, all they do is train because basically that's what you need to do to become, you know, a champion. And I, I'm sure that's with any sport, you know, and I guess maybe that's to say that's why I left mixed martial art because, you know, going back into the city, I'm, I'm a person trainer. So, you know, training clients, going back into the city and, you know, having a job, I couldn't commit to that kind of a day of just training and not having like any source of income at the time. You know, so it's kind of like you have to pick either, you know, you become broke and, you know, train and hopefully you make it or, you know, you kind of pull back a little bit because you have to pay the bills. Um, so, you know what, that's what I kind of did. And, you know, I, I found boxing and boxing, you know, you're only training one art. So it's just like you're really focused on just your hands. And, you know, and that's how I got to, you know, compete and do the Golden Gloves and and compete on a national level. It's not to say that's not as easy as well, because, you know, you, you can possibly train three times a day too. You can go running, you can do your strength and conditioning, and then you can do your boxing workout, you know? Uh, but at least you're just, for me, in my perspective, it was just like, it was easier for me to just focus on like one art and master that versus just like doing everything. And not for nothing though, but if you haven't fought in MMA, like that's it hard <laughs> like first of all you're getting hit with like what was it four ounce gloves or something? i can't yeah. even remember you're getting hit with four ounce gloves and you and honest and training was i would get hurt worse in my training camps than versus like then than my fight you know so it's like i would be out or i would be training with an injury you know and it was just like because you know someone kicked me in and you know and or i got I, I kicked someone in the elbow or like it's very, very, very taxing sport MMA. And not to say boxing is it because all you're doing is getting punched in the face unless you have like real good head movement, but you're still getting punched. Anyways, MMA is a very taxing sport. So it was one of those things where like in order for you to do it, you just have to have to just really, really love it. And, you know, I love combat sports. Um, it's a passion of mine, but I don't know. Boxing just kind of like on his way to me. And, um, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, bo- boxing for me has found its way to my heart more than MMA would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, it, I it, think yeah. it's kind of interesting because like, you know, you focus on boxing, but you know, you're a purple belt in, in jujitsu. So you could make the switch. I forgot about that too. Quite yeah, I'm a jiu- <laughs> easily, you know, so it's like, <laughs> um, well, you know, I, it's, yeah. it's funny because I devoted for, you know, from, you know, competing in a national level, like I was so scared to compete in MMA because what I was saying before is like, you know, in, in MMA, you can potentially get hurt and like, and, uh, you can be rolling with, a you know, an asshole and then he puts you in a, in a submission hold and then, you know, you, you hurt yourself. You know, I feel like you're more prone to injury in mixed martial art than you are in boxing. So when I was, you know, competing um, in a national level in boxing, I, you know, I stopped doing jujitsu, you know, um, because I was, I was scared to get hurt, you mm-hmm. know? 
So I stopped practicing jujitsu. And honestly, like even during like COVID, like it's it's almost been like six months now. It's been a pretty long time. <laughs> so gotcha. Just based on what um, Jennifer was saying concerning, you know, uh, boxing and, and MMA, as far as like, you know, it's taxing on the body, et cetera. So what, mm-hmm. what is your experience as far as, you know, going from boxing into the world of mixed martial arts? Oh, uh, yeah, that was, it was um, a very difficult transition for me. I think, um, you know, uh, in boxing, yeah, you, you, you are focused on your hands. Um, and there are only so many punches that you can throw, right? So you know where the strikes are coming from. I mean, well, you know that you're only going to get punched with hands. Like you're not going to get kicked. You're not going to get submitted or anything like that. So you can focus all of your efforts on, you know, trying to, you know, on, on the timing and, you know, and the angles of, of the punches. Whereas now with, uh, with MMA, you know, that you could, you could get punched or you could get kicked, you know, um, you can get taken down to the ground. So there, there are, are um, a lot more elements that you have to take into consideration. So the transition for me was um, very difficult, but, but it was still um, a really good challenge for me. And it was something that, that I just wanted to continue with because it was so much fun to learn all those different elements, you know, and, and um, it was, it was just, fun for me to learn, mm-hmm. even though it was challenging and difficult. And yeah, you know, when I had my first uh, MMA fight, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was hard. Because <laughs> you're like, I don't know if this person is going to like kick me. I don't, you know, like you don't know when the bell rings. It's like, you know, like what's the, what's the first thing that's going to come at you? And so what becomes really, really important, you know, um, yeah, there's a lot of things that you have to do in, in training that is very taxing and all that. But, um, at the same time, I think, um, there, there is a lot of effort that needs to get put into, um, training yourself to time and to time things better to, to time attacks and like to read, anticipate, um, you know, attacks and, um, and to also control, uh, the distance. Uh, so there's any number of techniques that can be, that can be used. Uh, but I think you do, you, you can buy yourself some time to, you know, to, to deal with those techniques as they come. If you can improve your ability to, to time a person and to, you know, and to just and control the distance. Mm-hmm. So I have a question okay. for, for both of you. And, um, you know, this may be a little bit controversy, but, you know, as far as, you know, you, I, I know both of you, you're both very attractive women and you're both very smart. And, um, you know, it's like, so why do it? I'm waiting for Jen to answer too. And that's Which <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, for me, um, why do it? You know, honestly, I've never been a type of person. I mean, this is work related. I enjoy boxing. I enjoy fighting because it was kind of like a daily motivator and a challenge for me to kind of conquer, um, you know, with any combat sport, you know, it's, it's like, it could be very challenging, you know, and ha- having the ability to kind of, you know, um, be able to kind of 
challenge yourself and kind of, you know, push yourself past your limits. Also, it was something for me that I use as an, and the, as an escape tool for me, as an escape tool, you know, when I was, when I was stressed or I was having like boy issues or whatever it is, you know, I use boxing and I use mixed martial arts as something to like help me cope with like either my stress or my stress or like me and my depression and stuff like that, you know? Um, and like I said, also too, it was also kind of a community as well, you know? So I enjoy having people there, you know, I can like, you know, giggle and beat up and, you know, stuff like that. Um, and that's why I guess I still do it. It's fun. Um, it's also, you know, it's kept me in shape and healthy. You know, I, I couldn't honestly, like without mixed martial arts, I wouldn't, can't, I couldn't imagine who I would be, um, as a person to this day. Um, so. Yeah. And how about you, Jen? Yeah. I mean, I, I really like that, uh, it challenges me. And I think at the end of the day, there's so many parallels that you can draw between like your fight life and then just life, all other aspects of your life, fighting it just like it's. Like you have nowhere to go once, you know, once they close the cage or once you step into the ring. It's like, you know, you really get to see what it is that you're made of. Uh, win, lose, or draw. It means, you know, you're just, you're just in there and it's just you. And you have this issue in front of you that you're going to have to face head on. So um, it's not for, it's not for everyone, right? Um, because I know, I know a lot of uh, my, uh, old coaches you know they would always tell me if uh if everyone could do it then they would but at the end of the day I think um the the challenge is what keeps me in it because I just I I love a challenge Mm -hmm. and when you're when you're able to you know face your fears I guess not to sound savvy but I mean sometimes that shit does get scary when you go in there and then you're like you're literally putting yourself directly in the path of harm (laughs) (laughs) and so you know you're gonna have to deal with it one way or another there's no there's no no backing out at that point and you know uh, when you get through it and you look back and realize you know hey you came out okay uh, then you just continue then you then you move forward and you know you can take that same mentality and apply it in all other areas of your life, which I have done. You know, it's like, it's not just, so not just with fighting, but with any other issue uh, or any other challenge where you're like, can I, can I do this? You know? Um, yeah. Why not just, you know, give it a shot and go for it. Cause then you'll, you will be, you, you don't mind taking 100% accountability and responsibility for the decisions that, you made you know you can own up to them uh so i think that's like one of the things that i respect uh the most about about fighters and yeah and athletes but um especially about fighters and yeah that's that's pretty much it yeah cool cool i Uh, mean and also to add i'm sorry can i say something also to add to that you know like growing up and i'm sure it wasn't easy for jen too you know like when people when people hear me and they were like, "Oh, you're a boxer," like they will almost take it as a joke because, like, you know, you know, we're a we're females and b, you know, like, 
I mean, I, you know, I'm very, I'm friends with Jen, you know, we're close. So like, Mm -hmm. I know Jen's personality and like, we're two girls that we like to put on some heels, like a little freak some dress. (laughs) You know, we we're girly girls, you know? And so it was, you know, we got a lot of back, I mean, I got a lot of backlash for, for, for fighting even from my parents. Like my parents have never supported me in fighting because I was a female and it wasn't like, you know, a female thing to do, you know? So it was more of a, like, also, I enjoy it to, like, prove a point and to show that, like, you know, you don't, like, just because you have a pretty face doesn't mean, you know, you're not capable of, you know, doing something and especially pertaining to, like, boxing, you know, it's a male-dominant sport. And to this day, it continues to be so, you know, as female fighters, we're not, you know, we're not paid the same, we're not treated the same to this day, we don't get the same recognition as as male fighters do, you know. So I, it's almost like I still do. I still do it to like continue to fight, you know, for for fairness and equality uh, for female fighters as well. So yeah, because I feel as if that there's a lot of females out there that can relate to what you just said, which is your parents uh, didn't want you to do it. You got some backlash, you know, for being a female fighter, etc. So. What are your, I guess, suggestions or coaching for some of these females that are dealing with that same issue? I mean, I guess every situation would be different. I've always been a type of person to like tell someone to go fuck themselves. Um, You know, like I just don't care what you think. Like if I enjoy something and I like it, I'm going to continue to do it. You know, despite the popular opinion, right. you know, like, I, like, you know, I would get a lot of say like, oh, my God, like, you're pretty. Why would you want to ruin that pretty face? Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if you get that. Though. I'm sure Jen gets yeah. it all the time, too. And it's so annoying, you know, like <laughs> I do this because, A, you know, it's it's given me the confidence to to be able to walk the street in the middle of the night and not be afraid. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's given me confidence to do a lot more. You know what I mean? And I feel like men don't understand that because men don't have to deal with what we females deal with on a daily basis. You know, like, you know, with fear of like, you know, potentially getting raped or sexually harassed, you know, men don't, I mean, some, I mean, I can't speak for all men, yeah, but like, you can't, men because don't when really I, have to when worry I'm walking around that. Chelsea and my tank top, I get harassed. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but, you know, for females though, you know, it, it's, it's different though, you know, and like, it's, you know, we, we have to deal with a lot more as females and, you know, for, for someone to say, Hey, like, why do you do that? Like, you don't know my backstory. Like, you know what I mean? Like boxing has helped me a lot and it helps me, you know, it's, it's built me to the person I am today. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, um, let's, let's get a little bit more ratchet. <laughs> And what I mean by that is, what I mean by that is, uh, you know, you're both female fighters. You're both in the gym. You've both been around, you know, from a national level to a global level. Is there one ratchet ass story that you can share with us from each and each of you? Ratchet story. I know you have a lot. Who me? I actually don't. Yeah, right. I'm like, still I trying don't... to define what the heck ra- like what the heck is ratchet. It's like ghetto. It's like, you know, completely oh. like off the freaking, you know. <laughs> grid. Okay, a ratchet story pertaining to just what, whatever. Whatever. An experience. 
Jen, you go first on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and it will give me the idea like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of one. Oh, I have one. I have one. I mean, to be in a ratchet, it, it's a funny story, though. And it's not, I mean, nothing personally that happened to me. But I, re- like, and you would think this would be funny, bro. So I remember one time we were in jiu-jitsu class or whatever. And, you know, at Henzo Gracie, you know, when we take John's class, like, everyone, like, he's like a god, right? So everyone's, like, quiet. Whoever knows him, like, knows, right? So obviously, you know, when the professor's, like, teaching teaching class, you know, you, you pay, you know, you give your respect and you're, you're quiet, you're quiet and you listen. And I think maybe, like, the, like, an inch away from me or two inches away from me, there was a guy there. And all of a sudden, you hear a clip. And like I turn around, I'm like, what the fuck is that? And fucking literally a guy clipping his no his toenails oh on the thing. mat. <laughs> we're like, who? <laughs> and I was like, ew. Like, and first of all, people who are not familiar with jujitsu, like I was you, you put your that. face and your whole body on the mat. <laughs> you know, so like so unsanitary, very like rude. Like they said, they take them out that day. Anyways, I can't remember what happened next, but I think that's pretty ratchet. <laughs> that's very ratchet. Oh gosh, yeah. You're going to bathroom with that? <laughs> no, do it at home, bro. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. How about you, Jen? So don't call it ratchet. Call it weird experience. How about that? A freaking weird. Jen's on the phone right now. No, I'm not. I'm, so I'm rat- <laughs> she, She's Googling it. Yeah, she's so, she's so precise, you know. It, it, she really is. Uh, so let me tell you a story about uh, Miss Jennifer Dugwin Chang. So I met her through, because of, of, of a job. Um, I, I hired her as one of my uh, instructors for this gym. And one of the initiation that I used to do was like, we had these boxing gloves and we tied them. They were lace-up gloves. So one of the things that we did was um, the initiation was you have to, when you get hired, you have to throw it up in the, in the bar, barbed wire and, and hang it up. So it'd be like two, instead of like a pair of shoes hanging, hanging on, on the, on the, on the pole, kind of like, you know, like a drug dealers there, but you know, a boxing gloves were there. So everybody else that attempted it, including me took three, four, five, 10, 20 times to get it up there. And she literally did some mathematical equation in her head. <laughs> she licked her fingers, tested the air, <laughs> took off her sunglasses, the wind factor, right? The wind factor, right? She literally just threw it up the first time and hits it. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? That's funny. <laughs> Uh, and the only one, right? She was the only one. Wow. First time. Oh my God. So that's Jen. That's just Jen. So Jen, what is a weird experience that you have? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I, I, I think I got, I'm trying to think of the weirdest that, it would definitely be at Henzo though. Because there's just like <laughs> a bunch of characters there. <laughs> and like, yeah, Jen mentioned that that one situation. I mean, there's guys. I do remember. I do remember um, hearing the, <laughs> the nails being clipped. Yeah, you were probably there. You were probably my partner that day. Yeah, 
So, so inquiring minds would like to know though. So have any guys like hit on you? And what was the worst line, Dougwin? The worst line? Yeah. And this is like in the gym? Yeah. Wherever, uh, whatever. Wherever. They probably slide into your DMs like crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. See, now I'm going to have They don't slide in my DMs. <laughs> yeah. How can we slide in your DM? You took down your Instagram again. It's, it's on now. I, 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 uh, I, uh, it's on now. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Man, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. I'm on and off. All right, so, so nobody's oh, I think Okay, well, I can't think of any weird ones, but there was a funny one, and it wasn't a guy that was at the gym. Go ahead. Oh, I actually, it was when I was walking with my friend to the post office. This was here in Brooklyn. So we were we were walking, and then all of a sudden, you just hear a guy yell, like screaming from behind. He's like, "So much fun! I want to get married." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we both we both looked at him, and then we we're like, neither one of us. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he's just like, "Are you sure? Are you really sure?" <laughs> <laughs> that to me was hilarious. Okay, we all share a different uh, sense of humor, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, <laughs> never mind, Jen. <laughs> you failed this ratchet test. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, okay, so I have one last question. Okay, so you've all you've both been in the world of boxing. You've both been in the world of jujitsu slash mixed martial arts. Who, what type of men have better game? The boxers or the jujitsu guys? Oh, God. Hands down, boxers all the way. (laughs) I mean, yeah, hands down. Like, I've had had my share of more, like, not to say creeps, but, like, jerks in in jujitsu world and MMA world versus boxers. But then again, like, the gym that I go to now, they're not... They're not, there isn't a lot of fighters there, uh, but I did, I used to go to other gyms that were, but I think I would say boxers though. Got but it. again, it depends what kind of dudes you're into, you know? So that's true. Yeah. How about you, Jen? Yeah. Boxers. <laughs> so Ro, my question to you is, would you consider yourself a boxer or, or a jiu-jitsu? I, I am neither. <laughs> I am neither. Neither. So I, you're neutral. I do not identify. So your game is neutral. <laughs> my game is neutral. It depends on the situation, right? That's what, that's, that's what, uh, you know, jiu-jitsu taught me. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, thank you for sharing your ratchet ass stories, even though some of it wasn't ratchet enough <laughs> for my taste. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm going to think, now I'm going to be thinking and then... <laughs> I'll be better prepared for next time. Uh, I'll have a better story. <laughs> so as far as our listeners are concerned, um, do you have any like last uh, advice for for any female athletes out there? Fuck niggas, get money. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. niggas, get money. You heard it here first. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> uh, my advice would be for females, what, anyone who's beginning to like start a gym or what? Whatever. That's very broad. Uh, okay. So if you could go back <laughs> in time, you know, to a younger Jen, J-Lo, what would you say to yourself? Ooh. 
that's going to lead to like a whole nother 30 minute row. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it um, brief. Young, young Jen, I would say focus on your main goals and not let, I guess, the, I guess the world be a distraction. That would be my, uh, my advice to me. Awesome. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Miss Doug Cheng. To train as early as you can. And what is you early? Know. What, what age is early? Freaking newborn. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no, but like, um, yeah, I think, I think when I was first, um, interested in, in boxing, I was, yeah, maybe it was like around 11 or 12. So yeah, I mean like now, nowadays, you know, kids are getting started even younger than that, but you know, the sooner you can start, like what, you know, if you have like an inkling or like an interest in it, like just get started right away. And that's if you want to fight. You don't exactly. have to fight. I yeah, mean, yeah. If you love it, it makes you feel good. It gives you confidence. Do it. And that's it. Right. Yeah. Cause I think that's, the, that's really like the only thing that I can look back on. And I, even to this day, I think about it. Like if I could, if I could have started earlier, then I, then I definitely would have, you know, if we had, if we had a boxing program or a wrestling program in Micronesia when I was 11 or 12, like I would have definitely would have started training then. Oh, you would have been fighting Joanna now or, uh, <laughs> what's that? Yeah. It's like, you know, where I grew up and what was available to me at the time. And there really wasn't much, you know, as far as training. So I had to, uh, I had to wait until I was able to get the training and it was much later. So, you know, if I had that available to me back then, then I definitely would have jumped on it right away. So, you know, if you're even just like curious about it, you know, just give it a try as soon as, as soon as you can, because time is only going by. Um, and, and my last, uh, I guess, uh, suggestion is, you know, uh, in the world of a male dominated sports and, um, you know, for all the females out there that's looking to get involved, you only got one life to live. So definitely, you know, choose your sport and, you know, just keep following your dreams and passion. And hey, you never know, maybe you'll be the next great one. But if you never put your foot in, then how would you know? So, uh, and take it one day at a time. And uh, if you have any questions or comments or any questions, please feel free to hit us up at Ratchet Dojo, direct message me uh, for for professional reasons only, okay? <laughs> Do not slide <laughs> my DM for any other reasons. Um, ladies, where can uh, our listeners find you on social? Well, I just activated my Instagram, okay? <laughs> so it's activated. <laughs> I just changed my name. It's called The Hungry Boxer with uh, a zero. Got it. Can you spell that out, please? Just so that people can find you. The, T-H-E, Hungry, H-U-N-G-R-Y, Boxer, B, zero, X-E-R. Got it. Okay. On Instagram. I, I hope I saw that right. <laughs> On yeah. Instagram. Make sure you guys uh, friend her because she constantly deletes her Instagram every other week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so that means that I have to look you up again. And I know. Like, oh, Jeez, we're, we're we're so friends. What do you mean? I was trying no, to tell you. You don't even post. know. First of all, if I deactivate my account, you don't get no, notified. So... <laughs> Yeah, but that's like, wait. So if you but if you change your handle and stuff, it's like doing almost like the Irish goodbye. You know, you leave, no one knows, and you know that's it. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Which, by the way, Ro is infamous. 
with the Irish goodbye. You and I wrote anywhere, like he's gone within like 15 minutes, shows his face, and we're like, where's Ro? <laughs> like, says nothing to nobody. <laughs> Hey, listen, someone's got to be that guy. So, Miss <laughs> um, Jennifer Dugwin Chang, where can people find you? Your your book, possibly, you know, all that stuff. Here's your time to yeah. shine. Yeah, I also I also just recently changed uh, my handle. So on Instagram, it's um, Jenny C B K. So it's uh, hold on, I actually have to look at it. <laughs> Jenny J E N N Y C B K on Instagram. And what is the name of your book, Jen? Oh, it's uh, Badass Boxing. Badass Boxing. You can find yeah. that on Amazon. Yeah, you can find it on. Uh, yeah, you can find it on Amazon. Yeah, cool. So again, once again, this is uh, Rhoda Show signing out from Ratchet Dojo. Just remember, guys, keep it ratchet because it doesn't matter where you're Jen from. Jen doesn't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and if you see Jen for Dugwin Chang, please explain to her what ratchet is. Okay, um, listen. I grew up on an island, all right? <laughs> We're all from the islands, actually. So you're from Micronesia. Yeah, J-Lo is from uh, Puerto Rican island, and I'm from the well, Philippine I, island, so. Well, I'm American, but. but whatever. <laughs> Close enough. Anyways, well, thanks for having us. Thank you, ladies, for yeah, having thanks, for girl. being here. Uh, thank you once again. Stay safe. Uh, everyone else, uh, peace.